What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Aaron Mayo, a.k.a. The Millennial Black Dad. This is episode five of the Millennial Black Dad podcast. Uh, thanks for checking out the first four episodes. I appreciate it. Hopefully you guys have subscribed. Uh, I've had some pretty good guests on so far. I'm um, looking forward to the guests I have on this week. Uh, actually go back with this kid all the way to high school. So uh, I've got one of my good friends on here, Ryan Strebing. What's up, Strebing? How we doing? How we doing? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, bud. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, when you said you wanted to come on a few weeks ago, I was like, yeah, that'll be awesome. I'd love to have you on. Um, so I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Yeah, man. I followed you from, uh, the OG rap career and now moving, on, <laughs> moving into the podcast realm. So I'm happy to, uh, to help you get things going and, and wish you the best of luck. So I'm sure you're I'm sure you're crushing it already. So, dude, I appreciate it, man. And, um, mm-hmm. just trying to, trying to make each one better. Uh, so hopefully yeah. I'm doing that. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm looking forward to uh, this conversation here today. Um, but so what I want to do before we even kind of get into anything, um, I, I kind of call this like a rapid fire type questions. Oh boy. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should have studied up before, before I jumped on. No, no, man. I didn't want you to. That's why I didn't tell you about this. <laughs> okay. All right. So, all right. um, I've got five questions. Um, you know, I kind of, obviously you're gonna have to put a little bit of thought into it, but, okay. um, kind of just whatever you're feeling, just, just kind of put it out there and we'll, we'll move on to the next one. Okay, cool. All right. So my first one is, I know you're a Chicago guy. Uh, so give me your top three Chicago athletes not named Michael Jordan. Oh, man. You took, <laughs> you, you I took knew. It, you took it away from me already, man. I knew oh, where you God. were going to go first, so I had oh, to take that man. one. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to have to go. I'm a, I'm a cubby dude, so I'm going to have to go Ernie Banks. Okay. Um, is this in order or just, just top three? Do it doesn't I have, have to be, one, be two, three? No, no, it doesn't have to be in order. Okay, I'm going to go Ernie Banks. Um, let's see here. Let's go, let me go Walter Payton. Okay. Um, and then let's do somebody basketball related, but you're taking away the goat, so I don't think <laughs> you're, leaving me, you're leaving me in a tough spot here. Let's go Dougie McBuckets. <laughs> just Dougie McBuckets? Go. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Uh, um, right. Who are we going to go? Who on the Bulls are we thinking here besides Scotty? But I feel like Scotty yeah. doesn't deserve to be in the top three. I, I um, thought I thought she'd go Scotty. I yeah, go I mean, as as far as being an iconic, you know what I mean, Chicago's uh, name in the sports world, I think you got to go Scotty just because they brought us six championships. So yeah, oh, for you got sure. you got to go Scotty. I don't know what's what's your uh, go to on these answers. I'm interested. It's my top three Chicago athletes. Yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, I definitely say Walter Payton. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say Scottie Pippen would be in there. Yeah. And then from the baseball world, Frank Thomas, I would say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't, I can't disagree with you on that one. The big hurt. He was, uh, he was a stud, man. Now he's doing what, uh, like (laughs) (laughs) he's doing like boner pill commercials. Yeah. 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 Now I I just laugh every time I see him on my TV now. Yeah. He's like, I used to be in better shape when I was younger, but now I need testosterone boosters. I'm like, Oh my God. He he needs that paper or something. (laughs) I wonder how big that check was. It's gotta be. That's what it's gotta be. If you're doing that, like, cause obviously if you're doing that, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. yeah. You're just walking into jokes with that. Exactly. But exactly. I, I, he has a couple restaurants around the suburbs, right? I'm pretty sure. No, he or does. Like his own beer or something, or, like a Big Herd craft beer, I think. 
he I think, does, I, I think he he does have like a bar too or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, and I think you're right. I think it is called like the Big Herd or like yeah, something, something like that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but dude, did you ever play uh, Frank Thomas, the baseball game? Dude, no, I've never played that. I was a Ken Griffey Jr. Super Nintendo. For sure. That was mine too. But I want to say, like, the Frank Thomas game may have been, like, before that. I don't know. I know I had it. And that that's when I kind of was, like, really into the Frank Thomas phase. Did he hit a home run every time he came up like Griffey does? <laughs> I mean, dude, he was, he, was, he was jacked. Everybody else was, like, average size. And, like, you see Frank come out. Like the yeah. Hulk. Right? Yeah, I'm sure. Was it what system was that for? I'm pretty sure I had it for SNES. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So, because, yeah, I was a Griffey kid too. So I, I think, like, it must have been, and I, it may have only been for like a year or two. Yeah. Um, but I know I had it, at least one version of it, and it was, it was a cool game. Yeah. When I don't think I ever told you this, but when I was living in Chicago with Hinterlong and Hardy and all those guys, yeah. me and um, I think it was Hinterlong, it might have been Murtaugh, we're at a Cubs game. And we were drinking, like, super early in the outfield. And they were playing the Reds. And this is when Ken Griffey was on the Reds, remember? Okay. okay. So he was playing center field. And we yelled out to him, you hit a home run every time you're in your, in your uh, Super Nintendo game. And he yelled it so loud. And Griffey turned around and started smiling. <laughs> you see his big smile light up. And everybody around us in the bleachers was cracking up. That's like, awesome. Like, dude, that was, that was worth the price of admission right there. Yeah, man. Man, if he didn't have injuries, he would have been so good. Oh, he might have been the best ever if he didn't have injuries he's he's up there man he's up there sweetest swing that's for sure oh yeah he was like the coolest dude too for sure yeah remember when he was rocking sleeveless in uh one day they had like a retro game or something when he was on the mariners and he actually had a sleeveless (laughs) yes i do yeah like this dude is gangster yeah man yeah this dude's doing it yeah, man. And then, then when he had, like, A-Rod and Edgar Martinez, they had some good teams. They were the they squad, could, yeah. Could never they do were the it. squad. And he was, like, the first baseball player, I want to say, that had his own, like, uh, cleat. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, he had his – I remember, like, his shoe, too. Everyone was buying his yeah. shoe. Yeah. Yeah, even for basketball, people were buying those. Yeah. It's kind of like the Jordan logo, but with a bat. And it yeah, was, like, yeah. Twisted that was, around. That was an awesome shoe. Oh, yeah. I was wearing those in Little League for sure, thinking I was hot <laughs> shit. Uh, I wanted them. My, my parents wouldn't get them. I, I definitely wanted them. Though. You got to mow the lawn a couple more times. There you go. There you go. <laughs> You'll be on your way. <clears throat> All yeah, right, that would have to be my top three, I'd say. All right. No, I like you. I like you. So I'm going to go to my next one, man. Um, again, right. being a Chicago guy, um, this is always a debate. So when it comes to pizza, Lou Malnati's or Giordano's? Oh, I got Lou's all day. Same all here, All day long, man. All day long. Same They're, here. The deep dish is just the way to go. They're thin crust. It's, it's not, so, not so hot. But, yeah. I mean, yep. you got to go, go deep dish. If you're a deep dish lover, Lou's is the way to go. Oh, for sure. I think Giordano's is disgusting. So Yeah, throw a little butter crust on that Lou's pizza, man. <sighs> You can't beat that. Can't go wrong. Can't no, go that's wrong. it. That's it. I think that's one of the reasons I've lost a lot of weight since I left Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> no more cut, of those. Cut that out the diet, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got my one cheat day a week now, so that's that's on there. Yeah. No, I don't blame you, man. It's, it's, it's an amazing pizza. Yeah, dude. All right. So my next one. Um, hopefully you have Netflix. but um, Oh, I got it. All right, cool. So, you got to have it. I'm always interested, man. What are, like, the last two things you've watched on there? Oh, man. Let me – I just watched – I'm all about the, like, murder documentaries. Mm. And, like, mm. for some reason, I just love the murder shows, like Forensic Files, all that. 
So okay. I just finished watching a documentary called The Staircase. I don't Ooh, know if you heard about it. I watched it. It was awesome, man. It was, it was so good. I binge watched it in like three days. So, all right. So, do you think he did it? <laughs> what do you do, think? I do. I think he did. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I think he did it 100%. And it's funny because I told my mom and my sister to watch it. My mom watched it. She thinks he did it. My yeah. sister was 100% that he didn't do it. Really? I was like, wow. And my sister's a, a nurse in the ICU unit at Northwestern in Chicago. So, she knows about you know, the different injuries and everything like that. Yeah. And she thinks he's innocent. I was like, wow, that, that was shocking. Yeah. I just don't believe it, man. Just like, I mean, I've fallen down the stairs before. And I've <laughs> never sustained yeah. any type of yeah. injury like that. Yeah, like 19 lacerations. <laughs> yeah. Was like, that had to be the worst fall in the history of the world. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, it just, and then the, the previous one that happened when he was in Germany. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, he, you could maybe say he's innocent, but when they threw the thing in that his uh, the other girl he lived with fell down the stairs and died again. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right. But, right. I mean, there's just that's it. That's yeah. it. It's a wrap. It's yeah. a wrap. Yeah. And I think that's what got him with the jury with the jury rung him up on that. Yeah, for sure. That that solidified it for me. Um, and again, yeah, another spoiler, when they did the, uh, <laughs> you know, when they yeah. came back and they appealed and they, the mm-hmm. judge threw that part out, I think that that obviously helped his case. Because, yeah. You know, how about that blood splatter, dude? I remember watching it when he was talking at first and I'm like, this dude sounds like he's just making up words and <laughs> trying to sound smart. He was nuts, man. He was nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he was, he was just making up everything, man. How does that? How did he get? Oh man, yeah, no. He started up. Just how do people like that even get that job? Exactly. You know I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I don't understand, but yeah. So that, and then what's another one I watched? It's not creepy, uh, murder, <laughs> creepy murder related. Um, I actually I'm trying to think on there. I'm not sure, but I've been watching. I just started watching Game of Thrones, which Ooh. I'm like ten years too late. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Hey. I just started watching it. I only got like 200 episodes to go, but <laughs> I'm trying to put in work on the off days and catch up. Dude, so I'm dude. only on season two with that. So, but those are probably my, uh, my two most recent shows I've been watching. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You've got a head start on me on game of Thrones. I, I haven't you haven't it. checked it out either. Yeah. No. I'm always like, I'm anti, you know, fantasy dragons, all that stuff. So I'm yeah. like, this is, this isn't going to be for me, but uh, it's really good, man. You should definitely check it out. Yeah, I'll make some time for it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Eventually, <clears throat> like probably like five years after it stops. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's on the last season coming up. Now, yeah, that's so. what I've heard. That's what I've heard. So we'll see. Nah, but... I'll definitely check it out. All right, what else you got for me? All right, man. So um, number what... three, right? Yeah. No, actually, no. This is number four. Oh, okay. This is number four. So um, again, this just. This might require a little bit of thought, but just off the top of your head, top three places that you visited so far in your lifetime. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going to go Hawaii, number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Went there with the parents uh, back in the day when I was in junior high, I want to say. So I didn't appreciate the, you know what I mean, the festivities as much as I would have if I went now. For sure, for um, sure. But I have to go that number one. Um, I'm trying to think. I really loved um, Portland. I have an uncle that lives out in Portland. Okay. So I went out there. Portland, Portland's a, an awesome little city. When did and, you go? Um, I went there in high school. Okay. And okay. then I went back for a wedding, I want to say. All right. But, I mean, it's gorgeous. Hills, mountains, trees. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's just the complete opposite of Illinois. Illinois is flat. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know I mean? Yeah. So no. it was just crazy. When you, everywhere you drive, you're either going crazy uphill or downhill. It was so. nuts. Yeah, actually, I went a few months ago. My brother lives there now. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah so it was. Cool. 
it was like real different like yeah like super hilly yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah it was just a different vibe but i liked it though yeah and the thing that was cool when i went there is my uncle hooked it up and we got a private tour of uh nike's campus out Ooh, there because nike's campus okay. is in portland yeah so we got the walk around um i don't know how he pulled this connection but and then we went to there's like a store there right where yep. everything's like five bucks you know what i mean like so i was getting like north carolina shorts hoodies you know what i mean everything like that nice. and while i was in there shopping i guess like players go in there and shop too and i saw jason collins remember him yeah, <laughs> the basketball yeah, yeah, player, yeah. one Stanford of the twins center yeah yeah yeah, yeah. one of the twins and he was in there shopping i was like damn okay this is where the guys go but yeah that was cool and then i'm gonna go i'm probably gonna go uh go new york Okay. So that was pretty cool. But I could never live there. It was it's a cool place to go and visit, but I mean the it's dirty and you can't <laughs> you, like they don't have alleys back there. So all the garbage yeah, is on the streets. On the streets. Yep. Yeah, the bums yep. are pissing on the streets. The bums can't take, you know, a left turn down an alley and take a dump or <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They have to, it's they have all to out in right the open. It's, yeah, it's tough. And care. like driving's impossible. So you I you, you can never own a car down there. Ooh, so yeah. I don't I hate driving in New York City. Like I almost refuse to because one like your car is going to get messed up. There's no like, even in Chicago, like there's there's a pretty good chance your car's gonna get messed up. Yep, or towed or yeah, something. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. In, in New York, there's almost like a ninety percent chance your car is like, <laughs> messed up in some sort yeah. of way. So yeah. no, I feel you. And then just the way they drive out there. I, I can't do it, man. The road rage, uh, galore, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't What's do your it. what? Uh, since you've been, I mean, how many different states have you been to? You've been all <laughs> over the map now. You man. checking them off, or yeah, um, man, I've I have I've been a lot of places, mainly in East Coast, um, Midwest, and Southeast. Um, so I need to travel more like West and Pacific Northwest. So yeah. yeah, like when I when I went to Portland, we went to Seattle for a day. Oh, cool, cool. So you've been bumping around. I mean, it's been a while since we since we connected. But have you are you traveling more for fun or what's are you for work or why are you bumping around so much? Yeah, I mean, recently it's been it's been all pleasure. Yeah, um, that's the way to do it. For for work though, I was traveling like um, my, the states. So I traveled between like North and South Carolina, which like isn't too crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in Illinois, I was going to like Illinois, Indiana. Um, so again, not too crazy either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, most of, uh, I mean, my wife likes to travel, so we definitely make it a point to like try to go somewhere that we've never been. Um, and then like, yeah, growing up, like my parents like to travel too. So like we always yeah. were going somewhere cool, like during the summer or for like winter break or something like that. Um, so, yeah, man, like, I like to travel. I like to see different places because, like, I feel like it's one thing to, like, have a perception of something. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you don't really, really know what it's about until you actually go visit. And then you're like, okay, cool. Like, this, yeah. is, this is what it really is. Yeah, I'm jealous. So, basically, your parents took the money that they didn't spend on the grippy shoes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Traveling yeah. So, I can't, hey, even, so you, I you can't, can't complain, even be man. mad about it. Yeah, I can't exactly. even be mad about it. I'll yeah. trade you an old. I probably got an old pair in the attic somewhere. I'll trade you <laughs> for some plane tickets to somewhere. It's funny, but. man. When my brother was on, um, he was talking. You know, like growing up, man. My dad, like when we would go buy like basketball shoes or like school shoes or whatever, like his go-to store was like Marshalls. 
No shit. So he would find like just the random Jordan on the rack that nobody knew was a Jordan. You know what I mean? He yeah. Was something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. He was, he's all, and he still is all about. Now, and now he's doing it, right? Isn't he designing my sneakers bro- so, and stuff? So yeah, my brother's doing that now. So yeah, like. That's I'll re- the best job in the world or what? <laughs> oh, he, dude, he loves it, man. And like, I love it too because he'll randomly like send me a pair of shoes. Oh, no way. So. <laughs> when that package comes in the mail, you just like best day ever exactly yep like okay cool there's a hundred bucks i don't have to spend now (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. no i love it i love it all right man so my last question so um i know the home run derby's on tonight i know you're a big Mm -hmm. baseball fan yep so one thing i always hear with baseball is people think it's boring or like it's it's not really targeting like a younger demographic so if you had an idea or an option to be able to change one thing in baseball to make it more entertaining what would you do oh man that's tough um i am of the school of thought where um i love the guys that are doing the bat flips you know what i mean i love the hobbies i love the the mm-hmm. guys like that because it's exciting you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and kids nowadays they don't want to sit and watch a four-hour baseball game with when guys are not doing anything cool they need something flashy so i'm pro that first of all but what would i would do to Me actually too. improve the game i mean you just got to speed it up whether that's um you know they're trying to make efforts now to make the less mound visits and stuff like that but yep. i guess it's yep. not even working maybe shaving a minute or two off but nothing yeah. big so i would say um, I don't know if there's really an answer to how to condense the the length of a, a normal game, but I think the way to do it would be to limit the regular season games. You know what I mean? There's no reason to have 162 regular season games. That's insane. You know I, what I mean? I agree. And so I think the length of the game wouldn't matter if there was only 90 games. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Something like an mm-hmm. NBA season. Then people would be more invested and would want to watch a four-hour baseball game. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So I, I think I think that's really the the way to go more than speeding up the game itself because you don't want to take away from, you know, the actual the gameplay. So yeah. that that would be what I'd say. Yeah. I don't know. No. I I like it, man. So I'm I'm a big baseball fan. Like I've I grew up like I played baseball for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I like baseball. So I don't necessarily think that much needs to be changed. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on the bat flips. Like, I think that more emotion should be, like, allowed. Because mm-hmm. um, I hate, like, you see a player, they, they hit a home run, you know, they, they throw a bat, they have a, a little bit of an excessive celebration. The next time they come up, <laughs> nine times out of ten, you yeah. know, they're going to get hit. <laughs> so... You know, I mean, mm-hmm. just like kind of like allowing that, just allow players to like be themselves, like um, yeah. show emotion, man. Like that's that's what kind of like gets people fired up and wanting yeah. wanting to watch. I mean, every other sport, you know, baseball. I mean, for basketball, the guys can you know do the, the LeBron flex after a dunk. Mm-hmm. Or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And in, in football, tried to limit the touchdowns. You know what I mean? They tried to limit that, and then they realized brought it back. The celebrations yeah. needed to be there, and they brought it back. And now yep. it's funner than ever to watch that stuff so yeah yeah they need to take a note from those guys and, and let the dudes do it without worrying about taking one in the ear the next inning when exactly exactly so. dude because yeah getting hit by 90 mile an hour yeah dude like I'm, I'm good on that yeah lights out yeah <laughs> I, I would be hanging up the cleats the next day yeah dude exactly sure. right yeah yeah no thanks no, man. Not no thanks 
All right, man. Well, yeah, those, those are the questions I had. So uh, I okay. like your answers, man. Uh, and uh, I appreciate you going through that with me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know when we were kind of getting this whole thing set up, I kind of like threw it out there. I had a story I wanted to tell. <laughs> Boy, um, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of funny, man. So uh, going back to high school. So this is going back to like, I think it's like 2001. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think, yeah, I was like a sophomore, junior in high school or something. And uh, so there was a three on three basketball tournament um, that was raising money for your brother mm. who had contracted a uh, meningitis, uh, bacterial yeah. meningitis. Yep, that's right. And uh, so my team, I still remember who was on my team. I don't know if you know these kids, but it was me, Jeff Reinex, and Brad Utecht. Oh, Utech was a stud, man. He was a sleeper. Utech was that lefty sleeper, man. Exactly. So, like, I thought that I had some firepower going into you it. You did. I don't know the other kid off the top of my head, but Utech was, was, a, was a sleeper. Rhinex wasn't too bad himself. Um, no. He uh, – I met him just, like, randomly. I don't even know. We were just, like, shooting around one day. Uh, we just started hanging out. He never played for North, but he was he was decent. I think yeah. sometimes he had some confidence things going on, but oh, like, yeah, okay. he, he was decent, though. So, so anyways, we uh, were playing. We probably win our first three games, and then we lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we're in loser's bracket. We, again, we get in loser's bracket. We win, like, the next three or four. Then we come up against your team. Mm-hmm. So, um, Mario and Vanderplug, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah we had yep. Mario and then this biggest stoner at, at <laughs> who I remember would literally be like, before a game, he'd be like, I need to go outside real quick. I mean, <laughs> me and Chamario be like, all right, dude, do your thing. Right, you, play, right. you play better when you do that anyway. So, That's go out and hilarious. do it. That's <laughs> hilarious. So, so, we run up against you guys. I knew Chamario, I didn't know you. And mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't even think I knew Vanderpool back then either at yeah. that point. I may have known him. I don't remember, though. Um, so, anyways, we're going at it. And we're actually – it's a pretty good game. And it's – so Mario's really not doing much. It's you on your team and it's me on my team that mm-hmm. are, like, pretty much doing the brunt of the work. Yeah. So, at one point, me and you just start talking just massive shit to each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't remember this, but I believe it. I well, believe dude, it. We, were, we were going at it for probably, like, the last four or five minutes of the game. Oh, wow. He did? Uh, oh, yeah. dude. Every time, every time one of us would touch the ball, just, like, we would immediately just start talking to the other one. Oh, like, man. I'm pretty sure, like, we started out – I don't think I was even guarding you at the beginning – and then we started calling each other out on defense. Like oh, boy. every time we got the ball, like we were just like going at each other, Dang. Um, throwing elbows or anything. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, we were like really? bang, banging, like yeah, it, like, yeah. I, I wanted to fight you after the game. <laughs> and you know what? The thing that I love the most about that is that it's a charity tournament for my brother, but you didn't care. You know what I mean? Like no, you're so, like, I'm not taking it easy on this kid. I'm, I'm gonna throw this kid on the ground. That's what I love about you, dude. That, so that you, because that's how you want to get treated. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have wanted you to half-ass it or anything like that. I probably like the fact that you were, you know what I mean, pushing me around and stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. So I actually like um, – so, again, at that time, I didn't know who you were. After the game, I was still pretty pissed off. So, like, I'm still, like, kind of pacing back and forth. And then I'm, like, trying to figure out who you are. 
uh, someone tells me, and I'm like, oh, wait a second. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, so you didn't know? No, didn't I didn't know, know until, until this point. So then oh, I started no. to feel kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, no. so then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to drop this. And I'll, I think I stuck around, watched a few more games, and then I got out of mm-hmm. it. So then, again, dude, I don't think we crossed paths again for a while. Yeah. And then, you know, next time we did, like, it was all good. Uh, I, it was kind of like one of those things where, again, like, it's, I, I respect people who, who um, like, uh, come at me and, and yeah. like, bring the best out of me in those type of situations. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. I think it was a respect thing. And then after that, like, yeah, you're always cool from that point yeah, on. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I believe it, too. That Stuff would get heated back then. I mean, oh, dude, for sure, man. But it's all about the competition. That's awesome. Who ended up winning that tournament? Do you remember? I don't. Was it, like... Uh, I think it was like the varsity team, like three of the guys from varsity that year. I think it was I, like McEwen, Coble, and somebody else, maybe. Yeah, that's something like that. But that I think it was right. guys that were all starting for the basketball team, I want to say. That sounds about right. Because we got pretty close to the end. I think we finished like third or fourth or something like that. I'm not sure. No, yeah, I know you guys did. Yeah, I mean, your team was good. So, yeah. yeah, I know you guys were, yeah, at least top three, top four, somewhere in there. Yeah, Vanderproof probably ran out of weed at the last game. and That's, <laughs> right. that's, why, that's why we lost. I'm Just blaming it on that. Yeah, right. I'm blaming it on that. That's this whole game went out the window. It did, dude. I'm telling you. If that, you could tell right away. You'd be bricking jumpers. I'd be like, all right, dude, go, go in your car real quick and fix that Chill up. out. Fix yeah. That up. Yeah. That's but, hilarious. That's yeah, but I, I love that uh, that you're showing no mercy, man. That's what's up. <laughs> and, I, and I respect it. I think that's yeah, hilarious man. that you – I would have loved to have been able to watch that over again right now and see what we were talking about. We'd be Me cracking too. up. Me too, oh, man. Open yeah. up a beer and, and uh, <laughs> watch that on replay. Yeah, Man. me too. And then, dude, I remember years after that, we were at a party and um, some drinks had been involved and we ended up <laughs> playing like three on three oh, or five yeah. on five, just that. like totally... like in the driveway. Yeah, like, yeah. Way too, way too many cocktails deep. I think we some guys didn't have shoes on or we came from the pool or something. Oh, but it was like, ugly. Yeah, I remember the making or making one or two shots was an accomplishment at that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think we started the game like we're going to play to 11. And I, I think at one point we were just like, all right, seven, seven it is. <laughs> seven. Like, all right, someone's five, either going to get hurt or something yeah. bad's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea. But I don't know after, after a few, you probably think anything's a good idea. So. Dude, and if I remember, I think there was money involved too so that really that's, yep, that's that probably worse. makes sense yeah that probably that sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> and then nobody paid probably. No, of course, was, probably not that yeah. was the best all yeah. of our bets and were never paid and the no. more more drinking was involved the higher they would be exactly i think i remember waking up nights where like somebody would owe me like two thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> and then we just chalk it up and be like all right yeah no worries dude it's cool yeah right yeah i'm not yeah. gonna I'm not going to take your parents' money. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to take your grippy shoes, man. I'm right, not going to rip them off right. your feet. You're good. You're that's good. hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's so, sick. so yeah, man, like I said, like, that, that's kind of, like, the initial meeting. And, like, dude, ever since mm-hmm. then, um, just, like, the bacterial infection that your brother got um, has been, like, just, like, really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've read up on it a little bit. Uh, I know it's, like, really rare. Um, oh yeah. So like what exactly did you did you guys ever figure out exactly like how he got it? No, so I uh, you can't tell, you can't trace it back to a single event, but um what the doctors basically said was you get it from 
um, some sort of, you know, mouth to mouth contact, whether it's, you know, sharing a drink with somebody, kissing mm. somebody, something like that. And um, the person that gives it to you doesn't have to be um, affected by the disease because there's I think if it's like one in four or one in six people actually carry it, but they're mm. not affected to it. And this was before there was any um, vaccines for it. Now you turn on the TV and you'll see a commercial for it. You know what I mean? But go before college, go get your meningitis vaccine. Where back then they didn't have any of that. So when he was actually sick and we took him to the hospital, the doctors didn't know what it was. Wow. Like they were all looking at each other and just had no clue. Wow. And luckily one doctor came in and he picked it out. He's like, this is what it is. Bam, bam, bam. So they, you know started throwing all the drugs at him and and i mean but they told us that first night that that uh he wasn't going to make it through the night so they told us to to you know go in and talk to him and hold his hand and say what we had to say so wow. being a, fr- a freshman in high school that was tough man that oh was, man that's that was, yeah because your older brother is your hero you know what i mean so that's for a, sure that's that's a tough one but the thing that i remember the most was those first you know two nights that i was staying over at the hospital i had so many boys with me you know what i mean mm-hmm. like all my mm-hmm. my buddies my close friends at the time goose everybody was by my side through the whole thing so that mm-hmm. that was pretty cool yeah yeah that's that's like in those situations are like when you really find out like who's not who back, exactly who your exactly. real friends are yeah. exactly yeah no nah, man like i i think what like what really got me interested in it is uh so when i was a junior i got uh, a fungal infection oh okay. um, just like same same kind of thing like uh i i i breathed in some sort of a fungus um oh, no some, shit. i don't remember this yeah man and it uh basically like uh was attacking my lungs wow so um when i first went to go get like checked out um again doctors had no idea what was wrong with me I think initially they said it was like a flu. Um, I never got better. So then I went back again. They, they treated me for pneumonia. Um, same, same thing, never got better. Um, so then I ended up having to go to Rush and like seeing like a, a specialist. And uh, yeah, they, they finally figured out what it was. And um, yeah, Jesus. So, so yeah, that, it was crazy. So um, it's another freak thing. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. That, yeah. Stuff that you don't think is going to happen to you. Right. But I mean, yeah, right. he's still uh he's still dealing with some of the effects of it. I mean, he had his foot amputated, his finger and, you know, skin grafts, which you've seen on his like all over his body, but not his face, which is good. Right. Um, right. But I mean, at first he didn't want to wear short sleeves and shorts because he didn't want people to see that he didn't have a foot or to see the skin grafts. But now he owns it. He, he walks around with no shirt or yeah, white feet around and, yeah. and, and does it. But. But he's came a long way. I mean, he still has some seizure problems, not, but he's been good with that for a while now, um, and some some short term memory issues. But you know, that guy, he still is my hero. Like I said, I mean, he gets up every day and has to write down, you know, what he has to do in a planner and to keep his keep his memory sharp. And luckily, he's got Angela, his fiance. He's actually getting married and to her at. Uh, in a couple months, September 8th. So awesome. Awesome. she's, she's been, you know, the rock for him and helping him get through places cause he can't drive. Mm. Um, so she drives him everywhere. I'm trying to help out with that yeah. um, whenever I can. But, uh, but he's a trooper, man. He's not letting it get him down. He could easily have rolled over and had a pity party, you know? Right. Right. But he's, uh, he took it in stride and, you know, he's working now at Mariano's. So nice. So nice. He's, he's grinding. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good to hear, man. Um, like I said, I didn't, I didn't know your brother at all um, at North, 
but I've always remembered like his his story, and like like I said, it's always been interesting to me. So it's yeah. it's, it's good to hear that. Um, I mean, I feel like that's all you can do in that situation: own it and make the best of it. Um, and sounds like he's doing that, and sounds like he's found someone uh, to share the rest of his life with. So yeah, man, that's amazing. Yeah, he's he's doing good, working and got his own place, and so he's he's definitely uh doing good right now i'm really happy for him that's so amazing i got yeah. it i got it i just went today and got fitted for the suit for the nice. wedding and everything so best man oh yeah you know it nice <laughs> nice so I, I gotta polish up a, a speech and try to throw some jokes in there and knock your boot off stage <laughs> so, the key is to not drink too much to where <laughs> yes. you're falling off the stage but yes. to not but you gotta have to have something so that you're not nervous you know I hear when you're up you. there. Yep, yep so that's good but I mean, luckily I, I, with my job, I being the range instructor, I actually have experience now talking in front of groups of people, so it's not as bad yeah. for me. But it, it's still, you know what I mean. You don't want to ruin somebody's perfect day. You know what I mean? Oh, you for be, sure. You yeah. don't want to be the the drunk best man that's falling off the podium, so slurring his words. And, and, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> so, I, I I was just faced with the same dilemma. You know, my dad turned sixty over the weekend. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, congrats on that. Yeah, no, it was awesome, man. Um, he had people come in from like all over the country um, that he's known for a while. It's a lot of family, friends, and stuff. So it was like a really cool party. Um, but you know, at one point, you know, I I I I wrote something that I wanted to say, and I had that same talk to myself, like, <laughs> all right, man, just like yeah. have have a few drinks, knock the nerves yeah. off a little bit, yeah. but uh, don't be up there stumbling around, slurring your words. <laughs> uh, don't don't have your phone open while you're while you're up there, like yeah, you don't want to <laughs> you don't yeah. want to do the Drake with the phone open. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the freestyle with while you're looking at your phone. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That was the thing for for Mike's wedding when I was the best man. I had to do the speech and the um the maid of honor read off the phone but i didn't want to do it because i think it's corny you know what i mean i feel like i agree if you write it out beforehand so mine probably wasn't as smooth as hers you know what i mean there's some pauses here or whatever but i feel like it's more genuine when you know it it is it is because like yeah i mean you you want to write it out beforehand yeah you don't want to be up there reading it blatantly Mm because yeah i mean as long as you have an idea of what you're going to say it's going to come out more genuine that way yeah like just just reading off of your phone or a piece of paper or something so yeah yeah I'm, so I'm i got i gotta you know work something up for that but that's that's gonna be a tough one you know for mike's that's he's my best friend and it was it was easy to do this one's you know yeah. we, i've been a long way with my brother and gone through yeah, peaks, yeah. peaks and valleys because we lived together for you know i'm mean, like five years six years when i moved yeah. back from chicago so we've been through good times and obviously some bad times so right. i'm gonna right. try to hold it together up there and and uh and push the, push through so we'll see we'll see yeah man no that's one thing i've 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 noticed with you is like family's definitely like important to you and like i know that you've made sacrifices to help your brother along the way and like i'm sure he appreciates like everything you do and have done for him for sure yeah yeah we're super close and you know, we all try to get home to my parents as much as possible. And my sister yep. comes home on the weekends all the time when she's busy. And if, even if it's just to have dinner or something, we just love, you know, family's everything for us. So oh, It is, man. Family's everything. And it like, seems yeah. like it, it's the same with you, it seems like. So you guys are you guys are all real close. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, family's everything, man. They 
always have your back. Like even mm-hmm. if even if you mess up, like yeah, which I've done. Way oh, too many, we've way all too done many times to come. Yeah, many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've mm-hmm. all done, man. And and like you lose friends, you you lose acquaintances, yeah. but you know your family's mm-hmm. always there for you. So yeah, um, I'm yeah, I'm with you on that, hundred percent, man. Yeah, especially oh. when you get older, it's you know it's tougher to once people get married or yeah, know, girlfriends, yeah. it's tougher. This, you know, it's not everybody hanging out on the weekends anymore. That's that pretty much mm-hmm. goes away. So your family is really the only people that that uh, are around for that. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. No, no doubt about that. So, um, you also mentioned earlier too that you're a NRA firearm instructor. Yeah. Um, how long you been doing that for? Um, I've been doing that for I want to say two years. Prior to that, I was doing. Uh, armed security for the nuclear power plant. I did that for around four years and that kind of got me into my, uh, you know, firearms addiction, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. or passion Mm -hmm. for it. Cause the training there, um, a lot of people aren't familiar with the nuclear plant trading. They think, you know, you could just walk in and out, but it looks like a prison from the outside. I mean, there's guard towers and our our training from, you know, our AR 15s to our SIG, six handguns and gas masks and all the intense training we did over there that kind of you know started me things clicking you know what i mean and i was like okay this is this is this is up my alley i can get down with this yeah 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 eventually you know they were hiring for instructors at our job and that kind of made me want to you know explore that same field so um i didn't put in for that job but i started looking online at uh different positions so that's that's what got me into that, and I I love it, man. I love it. It's, cool. it's not the best paying job in the world, you know what I mean. But I wake yeah. up every day and I don't hate going to work. <laughs> you know what I mean. So which, I feel like that's important. a win. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, right no, so. that's half the battle or three quarters of the battle, actually, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's we, huge. We basically just, uh, you know, I'm a work for a private security contractor, and um, we do. Our, I run our securities range quals, our rifle and handgun quals. And then okay. we also work with um, other security companies that don't have um, instructors on staff. So they'll bring okay. them in and we run their qualifications. A lot of them are different. So we have to set up courses differently. We have a big tactical outdoor course that's 300 yards long. That's in LaSalle, Illinois. It's a hike, but it's, mm. it's super cool. Maybe I can take you out there sometime when you come back. You, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would love it, man. It, it's super fun. That sounds dope. So, so you're getting, you're not getting like just like the average person off the street. You're getting um, people who are like working in security, right? Yeah, yeah. And we run their quals basically. So, I mean, I, I have done a little bit of the CCW concealed carry training, but yeah. I haven't done that in a while. So, okay. and that was, that was more people off the street. So now it's, I mean, it's good and bad because people want to, you want to, think that if you have experience like guys in the military they'll come in with their chest out and be like oh i'm gonna they're working for these security companies oh i'm gonna shoot the lights out i'm gonna do this, mm-hmm. this and this and you find mm-hmm. that those guys are the hardest to work with because they have so many bad habits it's, right, i would right, way right. rather have a guy off the street that's never shot a gun before than a guy that that thinks you know he's the shit but his he his trigger pull and his grip are all messed up because he because he's cocky and has bad habits so it's like using so, a, it's like a blank canvas. It's easier to mold. You know what I mean? It's easier to mold yeah, a guy that yeah. that hasn't picked up anything bad around, along the way. Right, right. Like uh, like a Carmelo Anthony, you get him, <laughs> you know, you get him at this point. And it's yeah, like, oh my god, exactly. That's a great, you know what you're getting. You, you know, <laughs> that's great. 
Oh my god, where you where is he gonna end up? You think what's the what's the destination for Mello? Man, besides honestly, the dumpster like, fire. Yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah, and it, and it hurts me so much, man. He was my favorite player for so. Was long. he really? I think yeah. I remember you rocking a Mello jersey back in the day. I could. Dude, see I that. used to. That was my favorite player, dude. I still to this day feel like he should have won Rookie of the Year over LeBron. Yeah, um, that was when close. he first came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but so I I think. Um, I think with what Houston's doing, I, I I feel like they're they're just clearing the way for him to go there. Oh man! Um, see, I hope not. I feel like he's gonna make them worse. I, I do too. I, I don't. I don't think it's a good move. No, I don't. he's just a gunner, dude, and he can't yeah. play. He can't play defense. And Houston should have beat Golden State already. Mm-hmm. If CP3, mm-hmm. if CP3 wouldn't have gone down, they would have won the championship. I so agree. There's no agree. reason to touch that team. We've let that team be. And you just got to get the guys healthy. But you can't have Harden jacking up shots and then Melo jacking up shots. So. Yeah, man. I, I think it's going to be too similar to what happened in OKC this year. Yeah, yeah. You you have too many players that are, first of all, like Harden doesn't play defense. Melo doesn't <laughs> play defense. Yeah. So that's already two positions where you already have deficiencies. And mm-hmm. then now on the other side of the ball, they all want it. So, yeah. What are you, you going to do? Yeah, man, that's that's just not a – that's going to blow up. I hope I hope he doesn't go there, but I think you're right. I think that's what's going to happen. And but, then, you know, him and D'Antoni had beef in New York too. So yeah, like that, that's right. That's right. That will, be, that will be interesting to see if that connection happens again. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your takes on LeBron going to the Lakers? Do you think it was a, a life choice more than a basketball choice? Oh, yeah, man, 100%, man. Um, I, I – I just don't think the Lakers are that great. No. Um, I think they've got, like, some intriguing, like, pieces. But, like, if if his goal was to get to, like, a championship again, I mm. think he should have gone to Boston. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How funny would that have been if you chased Kyrie after Kyrie? I know, right? Uh, or, like, or, I'm back, bitch. Surprise. I'm back. Or he goes there and they trade Kyrie. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, that would have been yeah. good. But well, I, yeah, we'll see. I just, I just really think Houston's got a shot at it, taking down the Warriors. Even though they got Boogie, now they got Boogie. That's pretty much a wrap. Man. But yeah, he just wanted that ring. He's gonna be hurt all year. He's gonna sit on the bench, come back for the playoffs, and get a ring. So yeah, I, can't, I, mean, I can't, I can't hate him for that. So no, nobody no. was offering him anything. So why not jump on them for a year? Get a ring. Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with the move. I mean, like you said, he, the Warriors give him a chance to like just get healthy. Um, so, all right, let me ask you this, man. So, I'm in a keeper league for fantasy basketball. Okay. And my we get to keep three players. So, like my three, I was gonna keep were Anthony Davis, okay. Embiid, and Boogie. Um, you think Ooh. I should let Boogie? Yeah, I think you got to let Boogie go because okay. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been you know, super up-to-date on his injury or when he's supposed to be back. But do you know if he's going to be back in time for the start of the season? Have they said yet? No, so he's talking about, like, February at the earliest. Okay. Yeah, I think you got to cut ties with that because, I mean, who he's not even going to be getting a lot of shots up because there's, I mean, the other three dudes are going to be throwing up the rock. So I don't yeah. – I think you got to drop him, sadly. But he's, I, a stats, I, he's a stat stuffer on another team. So no, I agree. I, I agree. It's gonna hurt too, cause yeah, it's I've got a kind of a big drop off after that. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'd have to see the rest of the roster, but yeah, you might want to try to wheel and deal some trades to get to get him out of there. 
Yeah, man. That might be my best move. Mm-hmm. So, like, all right, man, going back to your training. So, you're getting in people that are uh, they're basically either trying to get certified or get recertified. Yeah, correct. Um, so, like, how many uh, – is this, like, a, a one-day thing? They come in, they take the test, and, like, they, they find out then and there? Or, like, how does that all work? Uh, it, it depends on the company that comes in. Some companies, okay. you know, have their rifle, their handgun training on separate days. Some companies – <clears throat> have nighttime training a daytime training you know what i mean so it all depends on what they want the majority i would say come in and shoot um during the day we can usually cycle in around 12 to 14 guys a day depending on okay. how long their class is um, okay. and if they pass they're usually good to go most companies will have their certification four times a year of tests they have to pass Okay. Um, the thing that's tough about that is when somebody doesn't pass and then we, right. cause a lot of these places there, it's no BS. If you don't pass it, you're out, you know, you're out of a job. So, Ooh, I mean, it's, okay. I, it, that's the tough, the spot that's tough. I mean, I've seen okay. people cry. I've seen, I've been cussed out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, I try to do my best because I, I don't want to mess with anybody's income. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. For I don't sure. care if you have a vendetta against somebody. You don't mess with their income and their family. That's awful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not okay. Mm-hmm. So I right. do my, my best to, you know, you know, walk the tightrope on the line of what's okay. You know what I mean? And what's to do my best to help them out. So, Okay. It's and, tough. So is it like a grading system? Like they get like a score out of 100 that they need to get? Um, it's basically, I, it's, I mean, it, like I said, it's different for different companies, but okay. usually okay. most companies will use just a, a standard silhouette. It's, it's, um, just based on whether you, you break the, the black on the silhouette. Some are more, um, condensed where your groupings need to be tighter for different companies. But for the most okay. part, as long as you're breaking that silhouette, you're good. But everything, when we run our clauses, so the silhouette, I don't know if you know what I'm referring to with that, but it's just the black, basically shadow of the human figure. You know what I mean? From the waist up. Okay. So, okay. but most companies, you need to have the whole round pierced through that. So if you have one that's half and half, it doesn't count. It has to go through. Um, and the thing that you can get into some yelling matches about is if you have a tight grouping, um, and then let's say you can't find three marks on the paper, right? So you're like, either mm-hmm. this guy totally airmailed these rounds and pulled them or, you know, whatever, and they didn't even hit the target, or he's James Bond and shot him through the same hole. <laughs> so, mm. so you'll get lots of dudes that, that when I'm watching, I see they miss a the target, but then they'll be like, right. oh, no, it went through that same hole. I'm like, all right, dude. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> do, it, yeah. do it again right now, and I'll believe you. Right, um, that's believable. So that's, that's the tough spot. But I mean, mm. I've I've almost seen people shoot their big toe off. I've, you know, wow. seen people have big time malfunctions. I've seen people not put their weapon together properly after they're after they've cleaned it. And I'm like, you walk mm. around with this is your duty weapon. You have this on your right. hip for right. how many years? And you can't tell me you don't know how to clean it and put it back together properly. Like, come on, man. People are just lazy with that stuff, and that's the one thing you can't be lazy about. Yeah, because if you don't <laughs> put it together right, and you do need to use it, and you have to pull it out. And what it goes click and you die because right. you don't because right. you are, weren't paying attention. Right. So that, that's the stuff, yeah, that's the stuff yeah. that I hammer home the most is you need to treat that weapon you know like it is your life. And when you take mm-hmm. it out, you better intend to kill somebody with it. That's what yep. you got to do. You can't be lollygagging around with it. So yep. and you got to make yep. sure it works. 
So I, that's right. what I hammer home in, in the classes the most is just cleaning it, making sure you know how to clear every type of jam. You got to be able to, to work that thing out. Cool. Yeah, and I know you you get to the range pretty often yourself. Um, like, what's your favorite part or, like, what do you like most about shooting? Oh, man. It's, I, I love it all, but I got to say um... – Shooting the shooting the fifty cal the other day was pretty badass, man. I mean that thing will throw your shoulder back. So <laughs> <laughs> that thing will work it. I actually got got knocked up a little bit from that. I took one <laughs> a little recoil a little high on the neck with that one. Oh a, yeah, Bruce probably. Yeah, that thing is you. I mean you got to shoot that sucker. That that'll grow some hair on your chest for sure. <laughs> but, I mean that's when you want to shoot. <laughs> you know brick walls and through cars and i mean that that thing is one Ooh, hell of a damn. piece of machinery okay. dude that thing just okay. around alone is is you know twice the size of your finger almost so it's it's a big boy Jeez. it's meant wow. to pierce you know wow. armored cars and to pierce you know everything so that's what uh wow. what you know it's basically a military grade weapon we don't do any instructing with that but it was just a kind of for fun okay. thing so yeah, we stick yeah, yeah. we stick normally to just nine mil forty cal, um, and then you know the five five six or two two three for the for the rifle. That's basically all the the ammunition we we train with. But it, okay. it would be fun to, to train people. But I think I need to get trained on how to shoot that thing first. So yeah, man, that sounds that sounds pretty intense. Yeah, that that sounds like you have to like work your way up to that for sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, we got to get out there yes. soon for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, um, on my list of things to do is to get my concealed carry license. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, you know, I mean, I'm in the south now. Yeah, I was gonna like say, every, what's the everyone carries out here? Yeah. So. Is it is it's open carry out there, right? For a lot of states, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta love that. You gotta love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah out here, so... you get in trouble for just printing. I mean, if when printing is, let's just say, I got like a a t-shirt on that's a little tight around the waist and if you can see the print mm-hmm. of the gun you can get you can lose your license for that so really yeah if they really want to enforce it if you have any of it showing or you're printing you can get uh you can get in trouble for that so i i'm very pro open carry <laughs> for sure so in those cases i mean what's the best thing to do just keep it in your car or, or yeah i would i mean i would do an ankle holster that's really the best way okay to go. just get a okay. just get you know a smaller model and and just throw it on the ankle. So then you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the way to go. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just uh, kind of out of left field a little bit. But, uh, you know, with, like, mass shootings and stuff like that being, like, such a big topic in America, like, do you have any things that you would like to see change as far as, like, the licensure process or, like, how people go about getting firearms? You know what? Yeah, I've been asked that a couple times recently by some people and i mean i there's this big misconception out here basically by you know the left side of the political spectrum that you can just get a gun at a store you know what i mean you can just go Mm -hmm. to a gun show and they can sell it to you without a license or a background check that's a lie that's not true Mm -hmm. you have to go through the paperwork you have to do the background check usually three days for a handgun and the thing that i would not you know, I'm very pro, you know, Second Amendment, but let's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. the thing I would say is there could be a little bit more intensive background checks. You know what I mean? Okay. Or if, you know, mental health checks, maybe before or before you just hand them the handgun, let them there should be a mandatory class. You know what I mean? That 
you have right. to sit down right. and, and an instructor has to tell you how to take it apart, clean it, how to do this, because there's none of that. So you can go and buy a handgun and you don't even know how the thing works. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's, that's something. And that would also create more jobs. So I think that's a good way to go, but I, yeah. I don't want to limit it anymore. Um, yeah. And as far as the mass shooting stuff goes with, with the schools and stuff, and you know, I've been uh, uh, dating Shay for my girlfriend now for six months and she's got a, beautiful little seven-year-old daughter named Addie. So I've seen these school shootings and you know what I mean? My heart just goes nuts thinking about, it. I'm sure it's the same with you, with you, with your kids. Yeah, man. So, yeah. It's a scary thought. Yeah. So I think, I don't think arming the teachers is the best thing to do. Cause you don't want to no, teach her. You don't want to teach her shooting somebody that doesn't have any training and stuff. I'm, I'm trying to picture my teachers in school pulling out a gun. <laughs> that would have scared me more than the actual shooter. You know well, I mean? even just think think about the times that we like just like pissed our teachers off. Yeah, and, right. Like, yeah. If they're having a bad day, who knows yeah. if they're gonna pull that weapon? That yeah, like... pissed to whip you yeah. <laughs> for talking right. in the back right. row. Yeah, yeah. So that, but... that's that's a that's a that's something I don't think that they need at all. Yes, yeah, so I think just the best way to go in that case is to just have an hire an armed guard, whether it's an off-duty police officer or from a private security company like we train. And have one at each one of the exits, you know what I mean? Or at least four of them there just sitting there. I mean, why not? It brings more jobs, helps the economy out, and the kids are safer. I think that's yep. – if you're going to do anything, that's the way to go. So Yeah. yeah. I know. So um, my wife and I just recently went to the Bahamas. Oh, nice. And we went on a little, like, tour of the, the city we were in. And the guy was uh, ex-cop in the city. So he was talking about, like, their gun procedure – and I guess like the way they do it there is like so if I apply for a gun, what they do is they don't even I guess they don't even talk to me at first. They talk to my wife first. They interview her and like they ask her about my temper and my intentions for the oh, gun, wow. and, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then they go to to my job and they ask like my employers like the same type of questions. Really? Then like they go to like my friends. Yeah. So like they go to like four or five people and like talk to them about your character and your temperament and all that before they even talk to you. Um, That's interesting. So yeah. Yeah. Like he was kind of walking through the process of how they, they do it and like what their restrictions are and stuff like that. So yeah, I thought it was real interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, see, that's a tough one though, because let's say they go talk to, you know, one of your friends and you guys just got into an argument or they talk to, you know, a girlfriend, you guys just broke up and they bash your character. You know what I mean? Right. So then right. where do you draw the line of, okay, right. this girl says he's an asshole and she, and he doesn't think he should have a gun. Like what are the qualifications right, right. then? How many people need to say something bad before they refuse to, you know, give you the weapon? Yeah. That's what, yeah. I mean, I don't hate the idea, but where do you, you know, where do you, how do you really enforce that is what, yeah, yeah, I hear. You. Yeah, they didn't. He didn't say like, "Oh, you need this many people to vouch for you." And so he didn't. He didn't really clarify that. But yeah, yeah I like to know how they how they do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, I got a, a couple more questions. So, cool. and and this one, um, I know you keep yourself in pretty good shape. Mm, so I try when I go on when I, when I go on Instagram. <laughs> I've got a few people. So like. I, I so like in the past like I would say year and a half I've I've kind of taken up weightlifting. Yeah, you're looking good, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I <laughs> yep. appreciate it. But um, yeah, there's a couple people who like I I just like I go to for motivation because like I'll get I'll just tell you I was talking to my brother like when I kind of started it and I was like all right so my goal is just to like get jacked. Yeah. Um. 
So like I'll I'll admit like when I first started like I wasn't doing things like um, uh, taking protein shakes or like even having like protein bars or like anything like that. I was just lifting and just kind of like going about my my regular routine. Sure. Um, so then I started implementing like you know pro- protein shakes and mm-hmm. then protein bars and then changed my diet and um, started to see like a lot of results of kind of more in the direction of where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is like, uh, well, first of all, like I was saying, there's a couple people that I always kind of look to for like motivation. You're one of those people. Oh, thanks, uh, man. I appreciate like, that. <laughs> like I said, dude, I go to your, 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 uh, your Instagram or whatever. And like, I mean, dude, you're Jack, man. Uh, and, I'm trying, um, man. I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm trying. I, I, I'm, I'm shallow and I need, I need those likes, kid. <laughs> I need the, I feel you. I need, no, I need the, I'm, I'm going for the same. <laughs> I'm going for the same. Dude, yeah, I told, yeah. I told my wife, man, it's so hot out here. I was like, yeah, this summer I'm just planning on rocking no shirt all summer. Yeah, it's a good feeling once you're confident with yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, yeah. The, the thing is you just got to, like, you know, you got to do everything, the diet, the lifting, and it, it takes a long time, you know what I mean? And yes. when I first yep. started doing it years ago, I, like, it was like what you said. I, would, I didn't have, a, like, a diet, and I would just work out. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with just getting big, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not actually – being healthy really just looking big you know what i mean so i wasn't wasn't going about it the right way until um probably about a year ago i mean i cut out 25 pounds of excess weight i'm a lot more thin and uh i I run try to run for an hour every day and i'm on the keto i fell for the keto diet craze where it's it's basically you know very limited carbs you know high fats high protein um yeah. you know lean meat stuff like that and I, and I try to do that as much as i can and that's i mean i'm in the best shape of my life right now and i'm 30 about to be 33 um yep. because yep. before i was just big and, and bulky and almost getting you know putting on too much weight and like i said one day you look in the mirror and you're like okay this is not i thought i looked better <laughs> i mean you're like right and then, right, right, and then right, it, right. it gives you that right. kick in the pants to be like okay i need to run i actually have to do cardio <laughs> yeah i know that's okay. the hard part yeah yeah but I mean, I hated it at the, at the beginning, but after a while, once you start seeing the results, like, I don't even think I've seen you since, since I've cut all this weight out. I'm a lot more lean, like you saw on the, on the Instagram, I'm a lot more lean than I was before. And that's, I, I, I can tell actually, no, I can tell from, like, yeah. it looks like, um, you're, you're more defined like abs and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, I went from, yeah. from not wanting to be big and bulky to just actually be healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, and cut yeah. down. So. You could probably beat yeah. me in an arm wrestling contest. <laughs> I think you got me. <laughs> I guarantee you could bench more than me for sure. I need to. Uh, uh, I need to start, you know, putting the weight back up. But I've been yeah. more focused on, you know, leaning out and running lately. That's my new kick. So, so, so yeah. For your uh, advice to someone who does want to lean out, like, what would you say? More uh, cardio training. Yeah, I think uh, you you definitely need to put the cardio in. You need to put it in you know, four or five times a week. If you don't want to run, just get on the treadmill, throw it on an incline and run for, or walk for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? 45 minutes. You're going to burn, you know, you're going to burn those calories. And, but the main thing is you just, you got to eat right, man. I mean, everybody's body's different, but my mind reacts to carbohydrates terrible and sugar is terrible. So like I would eat candy and I would have bread and chips for every damn meal. And it was just terrible for me. It, it gave me inflammation everywhere. Like my face was getting puffy, like, you know, everything. And it's once I cut all that out, 
you know, I started slimming down and, and then the running combined, but I mean, diet for sure. Cardio yep. for sure. That's what you need to do. It sucks. You know, you want to eat that Lumos, like you said. I know, bro. You, and I know. It's, it's bad when, you know, people around you are eating it and it's hard to say no, but after a while, eating that yep. doesn't feel good. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Once you're on, no, once you're yep. on the health kick, if you eat a big pizza, lose, you feel like shit after it. Yep. So yep. Yep. once you get to that stage, you're good. You just gotta, you gotta get to that point is what's, what's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I, I, I agree. Diet is huge. Um, and I, I learned that is, uh, it's, it's a, a, a lot of it does have to do with what you do in the gym, but like more of it has to do with what you're eating yep. and, and, and your intake and stuff like that. So exactly. Um, but you're crushing it, man. Keep, keep it up. You're, I'm sure you're throwing more weight up around than I am lately. <laughs> I'm glad I can. Yeah, man. Everybody needs a little motivation. I'm glad I could provide that to you. And I look, you know, and uh, a lot of other people to help help get me going, and you've been motivating me and how to be a how to be a dad. And I've been basically taking uh, my girlfriend's daughter and is is my own. And uh, you know, I I'm watching your your Instagram game with with the kids, and I'm trying to to match that and take her to you know ball yeah. factory, <laughs> take her to it's, you know it's, spoiler it's, with I, I took her today and just got her some like lol dolls or something they were called uh, <laughs> i don't even know what the toys are i'm yeah. so out of the loop yeah. it's cool but you know i try to don't no they tell you man yeah, they do they yeah. tell you do you got any, yeah, you got oh, any for advice sure. for me on the parenting world right now because i'm still a rookie right man, now just uh man just have fun man that's my whole thing is like they kids have like especially uh, my daughter just has like such a big personality and like mm-hmm. just like is just a fun person um so like i i think the main thing is just like taking interest in things that they're interested in even if you're not really interested in it okay um and just like have fun with it man like just immerse yourself in their world and uh you know be a kid like yeah i i think that's the whole thing is like man like i know you and me we're we're both in our 30s now Mm -hmm. but like I mean, we're both kids at heart. Oh yeah. So, like, that's my whole thing. Is like, like, I'm just gonna enjoy this. Man. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna run around with my kid, in the playground, whatever. Like, I'll go to the playground with her, and we'll, I'll push her on the swings, and we can go down the slide, and like, it's fun. Like, I don't care. Yeah, um, you get caught up in it, like you said. When I, like, I just took her to the park, and we'll go you know, doing all sorts of fun stuff and you, and you like it. And the thing that's crazy when it's going on, you think that, you know, this can be boring or it's going to be a pain in the butt, but you actually enjoy yourself. And when you're doing that yeah. for the hour or whatever it is, you get lost in that and you forget about your bills and your, you know, right. stress at right. home. You right. actually kind of embody that, the personality of the kid, you know what I mean? And it, yeah. seeing their smile yeah. and how they're so happy, it makes you forget about all the stuff that's weighing you down. So that's the part that I've, that I've enjoyed the most. Just seeing yeah, her, man. seeing her happy, seeing her smile and laugh makes my day. You know what I mean? It makes me realize that everything is not so serious. You know. Yeah, and, and it's just like they get it. Just like little things too, and like that's that's it. Like you know, like you said, like we stress out about like mm-hmm. you know bills and and all like stuff that's important, but like really in, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, it's not as important as our family. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, kids just get, like, excited about little stuff, man. And uh, I, I think, like, the thing with a lot of adults is they do, like, allow their stressors and stuff to, like, 
they they forget that they were kids once. Yeah. And they just become like stiffs. Yeah. Um so Yeah, I mean yeah. when you die you uh, can't take that money with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, exactly. All you can take with you exactly. is your memories and you know the people that love you that that you got in your heart because you can stress out about bills or try to make the most money in the world and be a shitty person. But when you die, yep. none of that stuff's around. So it's, right. it's right. more important to, to be with family and to, and happiness while you're alive is just the, the main thing. Money yeah. some kid can yeah. do it for some people, but I mean, that's not the end all be all by any means. Uh, not at all. Money's nice. <laughs> yeah, but, don't get me wrong. Don't get me yeah. wrong. If they wanted to give me a raise, yeah. I would take it. And, uh, they wanted to send me to California or give me a new car. I'll do all that stuff. That's cool. For sure. I'll, I'll, For we sure. can record the podcast and I'll say something different next time. <laughs> For sure. You just edit that For part. Sure. Edit that part out. <laughs> In case my I job got you. was. Yeah. Okay. Got you. I'm good. Yes. Good looking. Yeah. We're all about. Yeah. Good looking. We're all about promotion. Yeah. Good looking. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, man. So, all right. I know the home run derby is going on tonight. So, uh, I want to end this with with one more question. I always like to end my podcast with. Okay. So, again, this is the Millennial Black Dad Podcast, and we we we're just kind of we're just talking about the topic a little bit. But, um, what's your favorite memory of you have with your dad growing up, or, oh, wow. or recently, or whatever? That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, I've, ugh, there's so many. I mean, I was blessed with having, you know, the best dad in the world, best role mm-hmm. model. I mean, he busted his ass working, you know, being on the road away from his family and his wife all the time must have been brutal on him, but he did it, you know what right. I mean, for us. And I uh, will always right. be grateful for them. And me and him. Didn't, been, and he, he, he coached the baseball teams. Yeah, up too, didn't that's, he? What, that's yeah. what I was going to say is probably, uh, I had, such a you know strong bond with him because he would coach all my teams from little league all the way up to you know you know different leagues we were in he was always coaching and he always had my back I mean whether it was a good game or a bad game he would you know always always have my back but um I mean I'd probably say uh so many good memories with him um and from baseball but I mean just the the thing with um him just always like whenever I've gotten in trouble or whenever I've had a you know been down, he's always picked me back up. You know what I mean? I'm not going to get into you know specifics because it's that's yeah. you know personal stuff. Yeah. But whenever right. I've had an issue, and he will make the uh, you know the attempt to come to me and talk to me about it and and tell me everything's sure. going to be all right and always have my back. There's never been one time where you know something's happened and he's left me alone. You know what I mean? Or left yeah. me. He's yep. always had my back. Same with my mom. I mean, I have the best parents. Yeah. So so my dad, yep. I got lucky like you did with, you know, having a dad that, that was always there for us. So Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Like I felt one. the same way. No, no, I I love I, I love that, man. And and it's funny you said that too, like with your dad traveling and, and still being able to coach your teams. Yeah, right. because uh, my dad did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like he he coached my basketball teams pretty much from like elementary school through uh pretty much YMCA basketball in high school. Um and like he had a, a job where he traveled almost like every single week. So uh, you know, I look back on it now and it just it's crazy to think he even found time to like to do that yeah. within his schedule. Um so yeah, no, it's like I appreciate it and like it's it's built a bond between us that um you know, that, that can never be like taken away. Yeah. I mean, he would fly in, he would never miss a game. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Even when he wasn't coaching yeah. the team, he would. I can't tell you a time, no joke. And he he coached my basketball teams too, not just baseball. Yeah. I can't remember a time that he missed a game. He would always make it, which is yeah. insane because even with my schedule right. working and I work in the same city, I feel like I, you know, I've already missed, you know, my girlfriend's daughter's a couple of things. You know what I mean? He never mm-hmm. missed anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how yeah. he moved it around at work and got a schedule, whatever, but he was always there. So yeah, man. I, probably yeah, the biggest I the memory would just be, you know, playing baseball and looking into the stands and seeing him always there. That would probably be my, yeah. my go-to. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, man, um, like I said, I know the uh, Home Run Derby is, is on tonight and obviously uh, might even be wrapping up at this point. Yeah, but so, don't, uh, no spoilers. You better not. Yeah, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not watching it. So we're about, yeah, to go, uh, we're about to go watch it at the same time and see what's happening. Yeah, I'm going to record um, it. But, y'all, I appreciate you coming on, man. Um, great conversation. Uh, always love talking to you. And uh, I like to always end it to if you want to shout out your uh, social media handles, if you want people to follow you. Okay, go ahead and do that. Okay, great. Yeah. But first, thanks for having me on, dude. I wish you the best of luck with this with this podcast. Thanks, man. I mean, Thank you're you. on point with everything your questions. It's just uh, it's great. And I, I know that you're going to only have success in the future. And, and once you blow up Appreciate and you're on Joe Rogan's level, then I expect to be in the studio and we'll we'll do it again. <laughs> we'll record it again. Cause I know you're going to yes, get, get there um, in time and I'll definitely rep for, uh, for the podcast and start sending out to my friends and get the links going because you're, you're, yeah. you're awesome. I love the platform. I love what you stand for. So keep, keep doing Appreciate what you're doing, man. And as far as the social Appreciate media, um, probably Instagram is the way to go at rice streb, R Y S T R E B. That's uh that's the way you can check me out and I'll try to post some, uh, some more inspirational, uh, shirtless selfies. For, for, <laughs> that's where I draw Show the line. Show those tacks, man. Yeah, yeah, that, I, that's I, where I'm going next. Yo, that's where I'm going next. It. You got to do it. We, got, didn't even, uh, we didn't even get into the, the tattoos, man. That's my thing. But yeah, yeah I don't, just for the record, I don't have any shirtless selfies on there. So <laughs> that's not my draw the line. I'll at least wear a cut sleeve shirt. So don't go there yes, and clown yes. me on my pictures, please. <laughs> I, I don't need the negative, uh, only positive vibes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely follow this, man. Uh, yeah, Strubbing, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, keep doing your thing and uh, we'll talk soon, bro. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir, man. Go Schwarber, go Bias. All right, later, man. (laughs) Peace.